everyone. It's Lauren here. So we're here with the uh, Josh. <laughs> the Josh. And we're here with the Lauren. <laughs> and she is our new, if you didn't know this, worship intern. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually super pumped about that to have her leading worship on the weekends. That's super cool. Yeah, I'm super excited too, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We are here to talk about the last message in the series, Stops Along Mm -hmm. the Way. And so I was just super, I just really loved this message. And one of the things that you talked about, and there was like you just for like a brief moment talked about Luke 9, 57 through 62, where you're talking about the um, three guys who were like, wanted to like follow Christ or Christ asked them to like follow him and like the excuses that they made. And so we just kind of thought it'd be fun to geek out a little bit. Yeah, I actually had notes, and then uh, <laughs> when I recorded it, they were like, that's that's too Bible nerdy. There was a lot of Bible nerd stuff I had it to was, take out. It was very Bible nerdy. I loved um, it, but... But no, yeah, well, actually, I give full credit to Sarah, my wife, because um, I was trying to think, like, man, there's something missing, like, um, in the fact that people do opt out of being a part of mm-hmm. Jesus' mission. She's like, you should really um, use that part where these people turn away from Jesus and they make excuses, and... She was like spot on because it's right before Luke 10. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it, there's three people. One says um, that they'll follow him wherever he goes. And he says, foxes have dens, birds have nests, and the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Uh, the second guy says, uh, well, first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus says, well, let the dead bury their, their dead. <laughs> um, and then the third person um, says, I will follow you, Lord, but let me go back and say goodbye to my family. And Jesus is like, no. Um, <laughs> So um, we laugh because they're uh, very strange and they they seem like Jesus um, is very uncaring. But um, I mean, here's the context. Even in chapter nine, um, he sends out the 12. And so he's looking for these people who are going to, um, you know, take on the cost of discipleship, join and partner with Mm -hmm. him in mission. And then we see what happens with the 72. And so I think you got to have the context of that, first of all. But here are a few of these. Like, so the, the foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man doesn't have a place to lay his head. This is, like, super important directly to the 72. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know where they're going to stay. They yeah. don't take anything with them. And so someone who is, I'm guessing Jesus is bringing it up because he knows this person either isn't willing to opt into that uncomfortability yeah. or he's, he's forewarning them, like, if you'll go wherever I go, this is what it means. Yeah. And it could be either one. It, true. Uh, the weird one is the let the dead bury their dead. I don't think I've ever said that at a funeral. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but So I think this is what's actually happening here. So Jesus' mission is um, very much spiritual in nature, like the, uh, the rescuing of people's souls. And um, I think what's playing off here, even how he says, go and proclaim the kingdom, is mm-hmm. he's saying, you want to know who can bury uh, the physically dead are people who are... Um, spiritually dead. Just like go, yeah. go ahead and let people who aren't going to partake in the mission be busy with that. Yeah. Um, and and again, um, even some of the cultural stuff. There there were some burial processes that could take a year. Um, I don't know if that's where this guy was falling on that stage. Yeah. But again, Jesus isn't being heartless. There's just there's more going on culturally here. And then um, with the third one. Um, let me go back and say goodbye to my family. There's, he's like, well, don't plow and then look back. He's like, I wasn't talking about <laughs> plowing. I was talking about going to say bye to my family. But Jesus is, um, and Lauren, you actually said this. I, I love the way you said it um, before we started uh, recording was that it, be, it became something that was in the way of, yeah. really his, of their call. And, and Jesus knows that. Um, he knows that this is just an excuse that's being placed um, in front of the mission mm-hmm. instead of, I mean, of course, like, um, 
Jesus um, wants us to honor our marriage covenant. He wants us to invest in our kids. Yeah. Um, he had such a heart for kids, obviously. But um, this is this is a different call. This is like a call to be on mission with him, and these are excuses. So I don't know. Yeah. They're kind of weird at first, but yeah, I don't think Jesus is completely heartless. I think he has yeah. I feel like I was like, before we got together, I was like looking at some of that of like what, like the excuses like we make and how it like kind of like compares a little bit to that. And so like, I guess looking at like the first guy, one of the things that it said is that like, they were like, like a little bit like rash and like hasty and like they hadn't like taken time to like count the cost. Like, I feel like that's something that like Jeff has said before that it's Mm -hmm. like, when we like choose to follow Christ, like that's like. It's like saying like I like I want to do this. Like th- that's yeah. like I've heard Jeff Pastor Jeff say it as like the predetermined yes. Yeah. And I kinda wanted to like bring it into this message, but I was like, I can't <laughs> steal it. Um but it's that idea. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, whatever the cost is, um, especially when I know that he's gonna be with me, mm-hmm. he's gonna empower me, and this mission won't fail because yeah. um Christ is involved. Yeah. So um yeah. it's good stuff. I think like the other thing Hmm. with some of that with like the second person, it was which I think we were like going to talk more about like the Great Commission with that a little bit. And it was like how the relationships or like the different like parts of our lives, like those like instead of putting God's call on our life first, we're like, oh, we need to like take like we need to go like bury our dead. Like we need to go bury our father. We need to go do this. Like I like I have all these things I have to do. That go before God. Yeah, and that I think that maybe some other language to add to that would be when we end up dividing God's mission into what I call like, or a lot of people call it, sacred versus secular. That mm-hmm. like there are there are parts of what Jesus would call us to that are more important because they're sacred or they're more spiritual, yeah. and other parts He doesn't really care about mm-hmm. because they're just secular. I I don't really get a category for that. Um, from the mission of Jesus or the heart of God, um, especially in the fact that he creates all of earth and, um, you know, opts us in and and wants to partner with us in all of that work. He's not like, you Mm -hmm. know, cultivating trees is secular work. Um, (laughs) For some reason, like, it's very much a part of what God wants us to do, like, is in cultivating that garden. Um, And I think it's important to recognize that as you're trying to figure out what, like, God's call is on your life. Um, sometimes we'll use the word vac- vocation. Mm-hmm. That sometimes that's maybe better because um, a vocation is something that God gives you, it is, and it's more than your career. Yeah. So, like, here we are. You're going to Bible college. I went to Bible yeah. college. Our career is working at a church, per se. But yeah. um, I think in many real senses, there are, there are ways that God has uniquely gifted Lauren, uniquely gifted me, and uniquely gifted you that are your your vocation. Like, mm-hmm. um there's, there's a general sense of calling, a general sense of vocation, which we've talked about here in, in the Great Commission. We're all called and designed uh, to follow Jesus, to partner with God, yeah. um, and be a part of this redeemed kingdom. But in a really specific calling or a specific vocation, um, God wants to use sacred or secular. It's mm-hmm. all sacred to him because um, his mission yeah. is not limited to what happens in a building or with a certain label, but the fact that we belong to him and we're his representatives um, wherever we go. Um, And that can be really powerful if you doubt that God wants to use you as a nurse or as a dad or as um, an artist um, or a business person. Like Mm -hmm. those callings don't have to be divided out from um, being influenced by what Jesus wants to do in and through you missionally. Yeah. Any more to add on that? (laughs) 
I, <laughs> I, I kind of went on any, a rant. No, I loved that. Okay. I think when you were talking, though, I was thinking, I was like, ooh, I want to push back on the whole, like, partner. Like, we're partners with God. Yeah. Like, I feel like that can feel like such a foreign concept to some people that it's very much like... Like, we shouldn't be allowed to do like, it? Like, it's God. Yeah. And then there's me. But, like... God wants us like we like he we should created. feel that way we should feel a little weird we're like <laughs> oh no like he's he's an eternal divine being yeah. he's perfect and uh, I'm gonna mess this up and he's like I know <laughs> he's <laughs> yes, like he's like yes. inviting it um and that's actually really important for something like a vocation when um if your career becomes your identity or um I might not be a pastor forever and mm-hmm. if that's taken away from me or my ability to do my career or something yeah is in, is remembering that God knows who he called and that he can still use us because um, there are all sorts of failures and weaknesses I had going into my vocation. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of um, ways that I continue to have to depend on Jesus. Yeah. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about the partnership is um, he's always faithful and he holds up his end of the bargain even when we're um, falling short. <laughs> it's the gospel. Yeah. So I love that. Cool. Awesome. Well, I... Honestly, I feel the like Lauren. Here. I feel the Lauren. I feel like I could talk for a lot longer, but we should cut it off. We should cut it off. So thank you guys for joining us for the weekend extra. Make sure to tune in next week for our new series. Regardless of circumstances. Awesome. <laughs> so make sure to check that out and we'll see you guys later.